Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Well, well, well. Look at Vacation Boy over there. Who, me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are you going anywhere? No, I was supposed to be going to BC, but that kind of fell apart at the last minute. So instead, I'll be bumming around town looking real shifty. Good. Hanging out in front of 7-Eleven like you used to do back in junior high. Yeah, just loitering. Long, hot summer days in front of the 7-Eleven. Yeah, playing jacks out front of the 7-Eleven. Yeah. Are you going to uh, go down to the mall and do some slouching? I might do some slouching. I might do, uh, you know what? I might be real bad. Go into clothing stores, pick up shirts to look at them. Not fold them properly to put them away. Wow, what a great way to spend your vacation. Oh, I'm bad to the bone. Uh, so that means there won't be a podcast next week. Right. Boo. Letting the world down. Yeah. But also, I'm <laughs> going to sleep in later than 4 a.m., so that's nice. So what time you get up? Yeah. Four? Yeah. We never talk about that part of our lives. And it's funny, because that's what we get asked about the most. Yeah, but you and I never discuss that, ever. I don't think we have to. Like, I know you get up early. You know I get up early. Yeah. Do you eat before you come to work? I don't. Do you pick up your Do you pick out your clothes the night before? I do. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. I've kind of streamlined <laughs> it, so it's really I wake up. I have to spend as little time yeah. as possible getting ready. I don't eat before. Uh, the people who work out, who go to the gym before work, who I work couldn't do it at this time of day. Yeah. Yeah. There are people that would go to the gym before they came in for a, when they have to be at work at five and. There's no way in hell I'm doing that. Well, there are days that if I can't sleep, I will do that. (sighs) Couldn't do it. But not many. It's a weird time of day to be in your gym, by the way. It is. Especially, I switched to that gym where it's open 24 hours, but there's nobody at the front desk. Like, you just swipe your... It's creepy in there. It's weird. Like... Yeah, it is. It's very, very murdery. Like... Yeah, there's a lot of things in there that could kill you. Oh yeah, like if I because he wielded his weapons. I mean, if I'm uh, if I'm in the bench and I'm benching, you know, five twenty five or something without a spotter, you know, if that yeah. lands on my chest, like if I cough or something, I lose my grip and it lands on my chest, I'm screwed. You're done for. Uh huh. That'd be rough for the people who roll in a little later on. <laughs> what is a lot of weight to be able to bench? Ooh, I don't know. I would. Think I just randomly pick five twenty five. Is that? I would think once you're hitting two hundred pounds, you're doing all right. Yeah. Okay. So. Maybe 525 was a bit of an exaggeration. No, it sounded realistic to me. Uh, This is the part of the show where we talk about what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're listening to, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's been a hot minute since uh, we've had it. So I feel like I have a bunch piled up. So do I. I've forgotten everything I've said before. I got to start making notes. Yeah, I'm really bad at record keeping here. You want to go first? Sure. I watched something. This was actually on Father's Day. My gifted children said to me, Father, we would like to watch a movie with you tonight. How nice. So that was on a Sunday night. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be cool. We haven't watched a movie together in years, I think. And they picked 
Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Oh, that's that animated thing, right? Holy crap. Is it a short movie? Uh, or or well, is it a full length movie? It's a full length movie. Oh, okay. It is maybe, Bryce, one of the best, most uplifting things I've ever seen in my life. Did it win the Oscar? It was nominated, but I don't think it did. Okay. And it, well, I should check. I don't know. I don't think it did. One of my daughters who's really into movies, she said something about it got robbed at the Oscars. Oh. But it is so good. It's so, the story itself is so creative. Like there's an episode of 60 Minutes within the movie. Like Leslie Stahl from 60 Minutes is in the movie as what? Leslie's, yeah, doing an episode of 60. It's so creative. Um, I don't, I don't want to say too much about it because it's super complicated to explain, but the voice acting in that is the best I've ever heard in my life. Oh, wow. It is phenomenal. Jenny Slate is the woman's name. That oh yeah. I know who Jenny Slate is. She plays Marcel the shell. Like she does the oh. voice of Marcel the shell with shoes on. And the guy who is the guy's voice in it, their conversation is so natural. You would swear it was just ad-libbed. I know it wasn't. It was scripted. But they did a phenomenal, to the point that when other characters come into the film, and there's a couple of other appearances from different characters, their, their um, voice acting pales in comparison to those two. Interesting. It is so... And the, the beauty of this, too, is that Marcel the Shell, he's a very, very sweet character. He really is. But he's a little bit judgmental, too. Like, he's not over-the-top sweet. He's just a—it's such a good, feel-good movie about loneliness and community and reaching out to other people. I say go for it. I say give it a watch if you're feeling any of those feelings right now. And maybe it'll pick you up a bit. Wow. Marcel okay. the Shell with shoes on. I think I watched it. Uh, I think it was on maybe on Amazon. Amazon or Disney? Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like I've seen it scrolling through things. You should watch it with your best girl. Do it. Okay. Okay. What have you got? Uh, well, there's been a few things. I finished Ted Lasso. Oh, I got was, four episodes left. Ooh, I like it so much. There are so many moments in that show where I'm like, should I like this? Like the jokes are just a little too cheesy. They are a little bit, yeah. But then all of a sudden my boy Roy Kent will show up and it just my of, heart flutters when he comes on stage. <laughs> and just drops a few F-bombs. Yeah. Tells everyone he hates them, then walks off screen. And I'm like, oh, Roy Kent. Does Roy Kent really hate them or is that his way of telling him he loves them? I think it's option B. By telling them to F off, he's actually saying, I care about you. Yeah. Yeah. So I really enjoyed the end of Ted Lasso. I kind of wish it... The series didn't end. No, I I feel the same way. I'm kind of budgeting the episodes that I have left now because I need a feel-good show. I need something that's not dark and depressing. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of those. No, but um, so when you were finishing up Ted Lasso, though, were you were there moments, did you watch it alone or with your best girl? My sweetie and I. Did you have to sort of look the other way at times? No, I was able to maintain. Yeah. But there were moments where you're like, oh my God, this is so emotional. It is. Play cool, old boy. Yeah. How come more people aren't doing, like, it's a feel-good show, but again, it's not, well, it is kind of over the top, but there's a character or two that's- They ground it a little bit. Yeah, they bring it back down to reality. Yeah. And that's very important because yeah. otherwise, yeah, this might get a little too cheeseball at times. Yeah. But yeah, like, characters like Roy Kent. Really bring it back. Roy, he's here. He's where? He's everywhere. God, I love Roy Kent. Yeah. I think I got a man crush on him. He's, we've talked about this, right? He writes. He's or, one of the writers of yeah. the show. Yeah. And he wrote uh, that shrinking with 
What's his face? Jason Siegel. Which I can't get through it. I haven't started it yet. I will. I've tried. Out of respect, respect to Roy Kent, I will. Yeah. Another thing I've been watching, well, my other, my best girl and I, we started watching Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. I've never watched a second of it up until a few days ago. Neither have I. If you have seen Black Mirror, the first episode of the first season was one of the most jarring things I've ever seen. I was not prepared. Oh? It, uh, I don't, I don't know if I can explain it here, the plot of this one. It's about the British prime minister. A crisis happens. A member of the royal family, one of the most popular members of the royal family, is kidnapped. And the kidnapper has only one demand. And it's that the uh, prime minister <sighs> makes love to a pig on uh, live TV. Oh, boy. And what? So what you're saying is this is a family show? Yeah. <laughs> God. And it escalates and escalates, and um, I wasn't ready for it. Okay. I was shook. So well, Black Mirror, I guess, if you have, if you watch it, then you know. If you don't, warning. We were talking about this in the hallway the other day because our program director, he said, do you guys watch Black Mirror? And I'm like, no, I've never seen a second of it. And he said, oh, my God, it's like Twilight Zone. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Kind yeah. Of, yeah, it's interesting. It's in, it's like uh, every episode is completely different. Good, completely I love different. that. Like they're all individual stories. Yeah. And like the first season is three episodes. So they're wow. pretty short because a new season just came out. That's why I started it. But the one thing I'm watching that I really like is uh, it's on Netflix. It's by the same people who did the, the Formula One series. You are a sucker for these shows. You've watched them all, oh, haven't my God. you? The golf one, the tennis one. Uh, they put one out for the Tour de France, Yeah, which I was hesitant on because I'm like – do I care enough? And I started watching it, and I've realized that cycling might be the most intense sport I've ever seen in my life. It is a brutal sport. It's unbelievable. The the athleticism, yeah. the level of shape these guys are in, and also the danger. I just watched an episode where they're going down part of a mountain in France, and the guy in front was going 105 kilometers per hour on a bicycle. That's too fast on a bike. And this is a twisty mountain road with no guardrails that if you take the turn a little too wide, you're going down a cliff and you're probably dead. Ugh. And he's hitting this thing. And you're also wearing clothes. They said it's basically like you're wearing a swimsuit. Oh, yeah. Like if you hit the pavement. You're done. <sighs> the, yeah. The crashes they have, like a Peloton. Peloton is what they call a the huge group of bike riders. Yeah. And if someone spills in that and the... The oh, it's a effect. chain reaction. And that is, and they are brutal injuries. Oh, yeah. And it's 20-some legs, the Tour de France. They're all like 200 kilometers per day. It's insane what they have to go through. It is a little hard to watch just because so many of them are European, so it's subtitled. So you're reading the subtitles and also trying to pay attention to the Who's stuff, in the lead. stuff yeah. on the screen and stuff. So it's a little tough, but it's really interesting. That The Tour de France is way more complicated than I thought. Okay. It's wild. So you had a lot on the go. Yeah, I don't have much going on. Then. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Because I'm not going to BC anymore. Oh, boy. So this is what I'm doing. And then the podcast got really, really sad. I'm playing outside of 7-Elevens and watching Black Mirror. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Well, I guess uh, since you're not going anywhere, you won't need an oil change. Oh, no, I still need that desperately, Oh, but uh, a little less urgently. Still, though, I know where I'm going to be going for that oil change. Oh, I know. Uh, can I guess? I'll tell you, I'll give you a hint. They have 27 locations in Alberta. Oh, I know. Ding, 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 ding. Lube City. Mm. You can find the one nearest you at lubecity.ca. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. 
It's like radio, but on the internet. Ah, the things you learn to live with. The things you just sort of look the other way to the point that 27 years go by and you don't even notice you don't have a doorknob on that one closet. God, it's all too real. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Is it sort of, is it low-grade depression? Is that what makes you put stuff off? Like you see something broken in your house or in your car and you just sort of learn to... You, you, you come up with a workaround for it and you just never fix it. You never deal with it. I'm sure that's part of it. You just kind of run out of motivation at some point. Yeah. I was talking about the towel rack in my bathroom yesterday. I put this towel rack. It's for the hand towel by the sink. I put it up. I bought that house 18 years ago, probably a year in. So like 17 years ago, I put this little towel rack up. It's been loose on the wall ever since. It's never fallen off. But every day I dry my hands and I go, huh, I should really go down to the garage, get some tools and fix that thing, but I never do. I forget about it until the next day when I dry my hands in that bathroom. And it would probably take four seconds to fix. If that, yeah. And uh, <laughs> you're just like, ah, oh, I'd have to go downstairs to get the <sighs> screwdriver, come back upstairs to fix it, then put the screwdriver back, forget it. What I'd literally have to do is I would have to take a pen, like after I dry my hands, I'd have to take a pen and write on my hand fix towel rack so I would remember once I walk out of that bathroom to go get the tools to go do it but I just keep forgetting to do it and that's been going on for 17 years. I don't even really notice it most of the time anymore so that's what we started talking about yesterday this one here, this is from Dave. He said, my dad ripped all the carpet off the stairs in my house growing up. My sister was 18 years old at the time. When he did the stairs, they were all bare wood and to this day they are all bare wood he will never fix them. My sister is now 43. Ooh, 18 to 43. Was, <laughs> that's what, 25 years? Something like that. 25 years of bare wood on the stairs? Ooh, that's tripping hazard right there. And a sliver hazard. I was going to say sliver feet. Uh, this one we put... <gasps> Ooh, is that a band name? Sliver feet. Yeah. That's a metal for band. switch foot. <laughs> sliver feet. Uh, sliver feet could be a Christian rock band. Uh, we put up some circular paper lanterns for our daughter's birthday one year, and then we just never took them down. They were up for five years. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason we took them down is because we moved. How about you? You know, what do you just, what have you just sort of learned to live with? There's probably something you've learned to live with that when other people come to your house or get in your car, they're like, what the hell? What is going on here? Like, you don't even notice it anymore. It's the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hello? Hey, Garner. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? Oh, it's a lovely morning. It sure is. Um, so you're talking about um, the things that people learn to live with? Yeah, yeah. You got something? Um, well, it's not my own, but this is the second morning in a row that I'm heading into Edmonton. And I've uh, driven past somebody that doesn't have a back window in their vehicle. And, what is yeah. going on in the world? Because I've noticed so many of those cars lately with a taped up rear window or a taped up side window. Hey, but these ones that I've seen, both of them, you can tell that there was tape and plastic there at some point. And it's clear that they haven't had a back window for a, a long time already. I'm starting to think that because it's rained so much in the past week... Did those people just have a gaping hole in their car and finally when the rain came along, they're like, I should probably tape this thing up with some plastic and that's why we're noticing? 
idea. Yeah, but it's, all, it, the ones that I've seen, their vehicles must have been like wet inside. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Crystal. I appreciate the phone call. Uh, and I know automobile glass is super expensive, so you know maybe there's a cost barrier there. But I've noticed. Have you noticed too? The number of cars with no rear window. It's nuts. This is not the climate for that. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Things you have learned to live with. I bought all the supplies to replace my crappy dining room and living room floors. That was two months ago. Nothing has been done. I have learned to live with a huge pile of supplies and the same crappy floors, Mike. Two months? That's nothing, Mike. That's nothing. But now it's summertime, which is, you know, you don't want to be doing floors during the summer. No. You want to be outside sitting in the sun. So give it another few months. And then it'll be a problem. They make it a clean half year and then get to it. Wayne says, I have no power steering in my car. I messaged back and I said, why? Because it's an old car or because of a mechanical issue. Wayne said, I bought it in 2011. The the power steering didn't work then either. Wow, that must be hard to drive. Wayne's arms must be huge. Just ripped. Am I the only one? When I was doing my driver training, I remember specifically... They wanted us to see what it was like to drive without power steering. Like, they turned the car off. What? In, in the middle of driving, so I could see what it was like without... Like what, power at 120 steering. kilometers an hour? It was in a parking lot, I remember that. But you I had remember to how, turn it. I remember how hard it was to turn, and also very confused why I had to know that. It's called Armstrong Steering, Bryce. It was tough. To do that for a decade? Man, oh man. Uh, oh, this one. Oh, this one. Oh, okay, here. This is something that, uh, Mike, you can aspire to these kinds of numbers. I framed and did the plumbing in my basement. My daughter was three at the time. She's now 27. Moved out. The basement is still the same. (laughs) I'm a plumber by trade. I've done 30 people's basements since then. Being a tradesperson has its drawbacks. You don't want to work on your own stuff, Todd. That makes sense. It does. Can you imagine doing that all day long and now you got to go home and do it in your own house? Yeah, you, you know, when you do it for work, you don't want to do it for fun, too. That's right. Yeah, I get that one. And that's why the minute I walk out of this building every day, I go radio silent. Don't say a word yeah. till the next day. Yeah, we only speak four hours a day. That's right. The other 20? Absolute crushing, awkward silence. Just thinking mm-hmm. about the woes of the world, mostly. This is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. The things that you've just sort of learned to live with, you know, maybe it's something that's broken in your house. Maybe it's something in your car. I don't know. Maybe it's a piece of sports equipment. It's just that's it. You don't even notice it anymore, but other people do. This one's a bit of a departure, but it just says. Things you learn to live with. My dad only has one pair of shorts. He has had them since 1992. He remembers because he bought them right before he and my mom went to Hawaii. He doesn't wear them often, but they come out at least a few times every summer when it gets over 34 degrees. Oh, so he is. Does he have like a little Sharpie mark on the thermometer in the backyard? It's just like a little picture of shorts. So when it goes over 34... Congratulations to your dad, though, for being able to wear the same pair of shorts for, what is that, 30, 31 years? That's impressive. Here's another dad one. Uh, My dad was doing renovations on their house. He broke the shower tap when he was installing it. They have used a pair of vice grips to turn the water on and off 
since 2003. They are still there. He painted them, though, so they don't rust as much. Trish. So your dad, he actually burned some calories painting the vice grips, but he doesn't want to burn the calories to actually replace the tap? That is championship-level procrastination right there. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Good morning. It's Garner there. This is Garner. How's it going? Good. How about you? Pardon me? This is Al. Um, I have to call your show every time I'm in Edmonton in the morning because I love your show. You're my favorite DJ ever. Oh, well, thank you. Um, Hey, man. I love listening to you. Do you still do radio? No, but we should. Why, have you got something? No, but I loved radio when it used to be on. I was thinking one day I should just one day do uh, pop-up tradio, where just all of a sudden we just start doing tradio one day. Because i that was my favorite thing I think we've ever done on this show. It, it was my favorite thing too, Matt. That was like the most hilarious. Yeah. Right? Are you? Where are you from, Al? Uh, well, I'm from Calgary now, and I don't get to Edmonton all that much. Um, and I don't get here all that much in the morning. But, I mean, I was listening to you back in, like, 2005, I think you started? 2006? 2005. April of 2005. It's been 18-plus years. Holy crap. Amen. Time sure flies fast. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're out there, Al. Thanks for checking in. And one day, I'm going to do pop-up radio. And my bosses are going to spin right the (laughs) out. Well, that's what that's what all employees are for, right? <laughs> you have a good one, Al. Yeah, you too. Take it easy. I'll listen to you next time I'm in town. Okay, have a great day. Safe travels. Thanks. Okay. Man, I get nostalgic for Tradio. I really do. I love the deals. My favorite was when people were just, they'd trade, I'll trade you 48 beer for a tent trail, and people would do it. I remember people trading away a tent trailer uh, somebody traded their foosball table for a snowmobile. God, there were some good deals. That was fun. And then we'd always have the crowning of the... Uh, deal! Oh, the day! One day, if we can assemble enough good items... <clears throat> and thats I've talked about this in the past. What destroyed Tradio were the opportunists. People who... The, spirit, the idea of Tradio was for you just to get stuff out of your house or try something new. But the profiteers came along and they're trying to sell stuff for, you know, four times what, what it cost brand new. And that became no fun. That's what happened to Tradio. But Al, thank you for checking in. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.